Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. Today on Seriously Dad, we have J.D. Patrick in the house. Local Philly comic, new dad. We're going to talk about the gamut of how we dealt with certain issues from co-sleeping to tantrums and uh, the trauma that our parents put us through that has a role in what we do as parents. I think you're going to love it. Check it out. Two father comedians out of Philadelphia. Seriously, Dad. Dad. Seriously, Dad. Seriously, Dad. JD Patrick in the house. Seriously, Dad. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What's up? Welcome. Hey, what's up, Al? What's up, Jack? Living it up, man. How's everything going? Bad. It's bad. It's bad. Is it bad? Looking better. Is it bad because you're a parent, or is just just bad? Uh, the parenting part. I mean. It's, it's the same thing with all fatherhood. It's like, oh, yeah, I love it. It's the greatest thing in my life. It's misery after misery. <laughs> that is true. Everyone's always like, what's it like? Oh, yeah. it's great. You're yeah, really right. like, it's fine. It's fine. It sucks. Well, how long have you been a parent now? Uh, my child is 14 months old as of a few days ago. Okay, when are you going to be done with the month? Let's keep it real. When are you going to say a year and a couple of months? When, when, she, hits, when she hits two, it'll be two. It'll oh, so you're gonna, you're gonna tell someone like 22 months? You're gonna say that sentence? I feel like so many. You're gonna say that sentence with you're no judgment, say, <laughs> no judgment, JD, no judgment. <laughs> so many of the discussions are either developmentally based milestones, and unfortunately, yeah. that happens at enough. It can't be like okay, yeah. All right, because you can do like a year, like yeah, I, I, you know, you do like a year, year and, year and a half. half. Yeah, but months. you know, yeah. once the once the clothing sizes stop being marked by age, then we can okay. just get into like that'll never. I mean, that, that's. I mean, mine are still mine are ten and ten and eight. Oh, that would just be so funny if they just continually marked our clothing buyers. I gotta lose some weight. I'm wearing eighty two year old fucking. Yeah, right. These are fourteen. Yeah, prepubescence right here. Yeah, I'm wearing the Moses clothing line. Seven hundred and forty two years old. I think Danielle has an eating disorder. She's fitting into size six-year-olds. <laughs> it is weird She's that they do that. Jesus. So what's it like? What do you think? What do you, like, like you, you're going to have a You had a kid, yeah. right? No. You had an idea what it was going to be. It's, How's uh, it, it shaping up? It's pretty much what I thought it would be. So I feel like we're, we're all roughly around the same age. Uh, as somebody who was very artistically bent and hanging out in the city a lot, there's a lot of those really annoying people that wear it as like a badge of pride as like, <laughs> I'm never having fucking kids. Which, my, my argument with that is always, it baffles me because like, when you're three years old, you can't wait to be a big kid. When you're a big kid, you can't wait to be a teenager. When you're a teenager, you can't wait to be an adult. These people hit drinking age and they're like, I'm done. 40 more years of this, I don't need to fucking grow ever again. <laughs> that, is, that is very, very true. Like the pride of like, yeah, yeah, I know exactly. What I just want to be a Toys R Us kid. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm just going to be getting drunk every Thursday yep. for the rest of my life and doing that. And kids right. will ruin I don't it. even remember. I can't even have a, I don't even remember what it was life was like before my wife at this point. You know what really? I mean? Like I cannot. Really? I can't. Cannot I like uh, that was like 14, 15 years ago at this point. My, see, my dad's got this theory that we have kids, and part of having a kid is to challenge the parent and make the ch- the parent a better person. Hundred percent. Because I remember like getting drunk, sleeping in until three o'clock, eating pizza and cheese day, just being like a piece of shit. Yeah. And then you know when you have kids, like you. Well, before that, I started shaping up my life, but you it really is like a catalyst to making for you being a better person. Mm-hmm. So I'm not quite there yet uh, I'll be, no no I'll be I'll, I'll be up front 
Got a little bit of a drinking problem. Need to, need to address <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> clink, clink. This, this is the intervention. <laughs> That's the secret word of the day, yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody. This intervention. Has, someone's yeah. about to walk through here and sit down. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally, my first surprise party. Um, but no, it's stuff. It's stuff I know I, I need to work on. Thankfully, it's not. Uh, doesn't interfere mm-hmm. with the kid's life at any point. But um, yeah, I looked at it. I, I described it to people as this feels like the first time I really like gave away part of myself to the universe okay where this is like it's not about me right that's a big growth piece yes yeah that's you growing and that's uh that's really a good thing i mean i i love it for that aspect it's but again we're talking like i was saying those people like i want to do yeah just do this forever i remember doing one of gene meyer's show at century bar and actually saying like oh yeah i have a kid coming because i had to make the decision of do i want to be an adult or do i want to be one of the guys who works at these places for the rest of their fucking life which is a bummer but you know the guy the guy who's like 50 and like i got a tattoo of a hawk on my hand citywide (laughs) but but yeah no it's uh it's an eagle phil it's actually it's actually the eagle i'm sorry i'm sorry i misidentified them but it's uh, it, it's a long-term investment, no, which is why so, wait, wait. I'm okay right now with, like, you got to slow things down a bit. She's the main focus. The wife is the main focus. The, the family's the main focus. Family. And there's, this is something that applies in marriage a lot, too. I can't tell you how many people I have known who don't understand the ebbs and flows of a relationship. You ever met somebody like that where they're like, me and my, you, you know, I, I'm not, me and my wife aren't having sex every day now. Are we not in love anymore? Yeah. No, you're fucking married. No, you're fucking, you're That's a grown up. Yeah, yeah, this isn't friends, motherfucker. Like, this is, <laughs> Go this in is the what it's like. Off. Yeah, like, like the rest adult. of us do. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, well, tw- so two years ago, did you know when, you know, your girlfriend, wife at that point said, hey, I'm pregnant, was that something you guys were planning? Yeah. So, all right. Here's an interesting take I have on this. Uh, my, my my wife won't mind saying this. Uh, we had some very early miscarriages. Okay. Honestly, it was one of those things. I was actually trying to convince her, like, don't take the pregnancy test right away, because I, we actually looked it up. There is. It's not fully documented, but there is some whispers in the medical community of like an ultra receptive uterus, in that. Like things catch, things bind, where it's something that was never going to be viable in the first place. Okay. So, and, and that was in like it, like everybody said that every professional we saw, there's really nothing wrong with you. You might just be extra receptive. It's not like, you know, yeah, you just, yeah, just, it, it's you just not like your body is failing. Exactly. It's not like things were progressing normally. Like, no, this is something that never should have attached in the first place. So, JD so Patrick is, is flexing on us right now. It's like, dude, my wife might be too fertile. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, it's a little bit of an issue. <laughs> dude, was, dude, I brought her to a uh, grape room open mic for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, don't, yeah, and, I, 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 she I, had a baby there. <laughs> and, and I took her there at like eight months and she really wasn't going to open mics and I literally just had to like, yeah, look how fucking virile I am, man. Look at that. I did that. But the point being, the weird aspect is when she told me she was pregnant with what would come to be our daughter, we couldn't really be excited. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like, you're on eggshells waiting to see her again. Yeah, you got to kind of bottle that excitement. Exactly. So, so. Dave, you know, I had a I had a question to ask you, and then yeah, I, I forgot what I that question was. Yeah, yeah. But now, so then, then you finally reached a point. Now, was it all the way until birth? Until you finally had a sigh of relief? Uh, it wasn't quite so because she had had those early ones. We were able to get early not intervention, but like we got like a six week ultrasound, which nobody gets. Yeah. But because we got that, we got, it was, you reach a certain point where like, if you reach this point, even with any kind yep. of infertility, they're like checkpoints. Yeah. They say if yeah. you reach like a certain checkpoint, it's as viable as 
any other pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but that is true. That is really incredibly true. It's like when when I have friends and they like have have a child or they've had some miscarriages and then mm. they're pregnant again. Even me, like I just kind of like, all right, pump your brakes. Don't get too excited. Right. You know, and it's not like a, a disrespect. It's not like a. It's just like you know. Things happen, and, yeah. and sometimes well, they tell you, you know, to wait till the end of the first trimester before you even yeah, tell, tell anyone. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we told my mother we were pregnant the very first time, and literally the next, I shouldn't have told that old witch fucking nothing. <laughs> she went, she went and spat on a crucifix, and Jesus said, "We'll see about that." <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now we we didn't wait. I mean, with well, down. <laughs> we didn't uh, we didn't wait. We waited to tell most people, but I think we probably did tell our parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, relatively within the window of where you you know you're you know you're supposed to wait. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I think that twelve week marker or whatever that probably is a safe thing. Once you're like, oh, okay, now I'm out of that window. Yeah. You know, you, you never can know for sure. Um, but yeah, you're right because we we automatically assume as humans we're coming out factory ready to boom. Let's rock. We gotta, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and I think that that's. I remember thinking that I just wasn't able to have kids. I was like, I haven't had a pregnancy scare. There's something wrong. Like I never had a pregnancy scare either. I just really felt so. When my wife know. told me, I was shocked. I was like, oh, I was so relieved because mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, I didn't think my boys could swim. Were you trying? So we were married for two years at that point. So mm-hmm. we had pulled the goalie, you know. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, but uh, it just hadn't. Nothing had been mm-hmm. happening, so I was just like, "All right, well," and I was kind of grateful because I've always heard that you should wait into the relationship, have some time for you and mm-hmm. your yeah. partner to kind of get to know life together before See, that. We had never really had normalcy because me and my girl moved in with each other for the first well, for the first time. As if that happened, yeah. she and I moved in with each other March thirteenth, twenty twenty, and it's literally like oh, like sixteenth was the oh, shutdown. <laughs> we're, we're, we're carrying mattresses up the steps, like, "Oh, I'm working from home next week." Me too. Yeah. So we. Never had. We're only now reaching normalcy, and we're entirely different people than we started out with. And uh, yeah, so as a result of that, having having the baby, we we never really got time on our own. It's yeah, yeah. It's yeah, you invited someone to the party right when the party got started. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean such I've a unique time, though, but that's such a unique time to come together. I think during COVID, that like it's it's a unique pocket where you guys really got to know each other and yeah. who you were coming to be. Like, I I have not known my wife for five years. We we met. Uh, yeah, we actually just had our fourth anniversary of like meeting each other. And yeah. I have just done everything with this woman already. And you got a seventeen month old. But those COVID <laughs> years were like old. those COVID years were like dog years. So you've exactly. been together like fourteen but, years. But, that, but that's why you had a lot of relationships and very well. Actually, no, a lot of people held on to like comfort relationships of like, yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah. clearly doesn't work. But like, can't it's comfortable really date right now. I need a plus one for that wedding. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now here, let's get in the let's get in the brass tacks, brother. Right. What's scaring you? Because we got we got things. Scenarios. Mm. So before we get into scenarios, what what concerns you? What do you see the future as being, and what are the things that you think are going to be issues? Um, I I worry about school. I worry about bullying. She already okay. very young. Already seems to be a little bit on the shyer side. I think I think all kids are shy though. Oh, yeah, yeah, but and really but she's not even two years old yet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Well, I she's don't know. She's fucking thirteen and a half months. Of every, of every month, but you know, you did, well. So like, she's my forty-nine daughter, months my daughter, and three 80, hours, dude. Chill and, out. I will say, at eighteen months, uh, we started recognizing things with my oldest, who's autistic. Uh, it was simple stuff, like you know, wasn't called being, wasn't turning around to her name, mm-hmm. or okay. wasn't like didn't wasn't talking, uh, tippy toes in front of TV, like you start, so you can notice things. 
things early because by 18 months we had some, but you know, but there's so many things. So, you know, it's like one of those things that whatever you worry about, or at least in my experience, whatever I worried about sort of resolved itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling the same way. Like, oh, this, she's doing this. This must mean that when she's this old, she's going to be this person. Oh. And then they just wash But they hit you with all those like, mile markers at all those meetings that so you can't help but not overanalyze everything. Yeah. I've asked this t- question to like the women in my family and stuff. And it is tough because I, they've explained it as like, you need to be on guard to like and and perceive and understand take it in but it also doesn't mean everything doesn't mean like it might mean, mean nothing like it yeah. might be she might be on her tippy toes it happened a couple of times well like well, <laughs> like like, know, like dudes do this all the time right it's like oh my kid did x y and z he's probably going to be a great blank golfer yeah, yeah. basketball player it's like no no, this he just jumped over a wall once, and like, and yeah. it could, yeah, it goes, yeah. and it can go both ways. Yeah. You can either <laughs> yeah. do it that side, or you can go down the realm of like mm-hmm. worrying of like, oh, and my daughter didn't potty train, and all of a sudden right. she's like, oh, yeah. four and cool. five. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> so, what, what worries about you about bullying? You think that your daughter will be bullied and won't stick up for herself? You think she'll be bullied and she'll start getting in fights and she will stick up for herself? You think she'll be bullied and she'll kind of it'll alter her perception of the world and how she? What, what's your fear on so the bullying? It's not even so much bullying. It's a general worry of isolation and lack of socialization. I was not greatly socialized with the other kids. I grew up like you know my my dad would you know oh, we're gonna go to my buddy's house and it's a bunch of dudes in the 30s doing blow Crank, right? yeah. and <laughs> and maybe i'll go i'll go kiss one of their daughters that's my age nice or rather i'll want to but i'll be too nervous to do it and then, but, but yeah, so you go through all that and then you get sent to kindergarten like i've been arguing with these guys about like metallica's latest album and now i get pushed into kindergarten and have to associate with these fucking kids these nerd kids who don't know yeah. shit and here you are like power rangers yeah you're like fuck that have you heard yeah. one by metallica yeah. i don't even know if that, that's <laughs> latest Kubrick now so 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 yeah really like bully do, do you think you'd be concerned with bullying all right because we all grew up and bullying was not a thing right like it, it forms of it existed but it wasn't a term the term didn't exist oh I, I, I just term, wait wait when you, you how, you're my age right yeah you tell me when you were 10 years old there was people were having conversations about someone being bullied was, at school they didn't get, get the fuck yes there were no the notion of bullies have you yeah, ever seen no, 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 no. no 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 a bully was bullying. a thing but bullied that that term bullied right. it was just school, it was considered part of the growing uh, up yeah process. or like he has a bully at school but being bullied that was not there was really no movement it was yeah. we were it was yeah. the beginnings of the next generation which would right. then say enough's enough yeah uh we can't just say right. boys will be boys or whatever yeah. anymore right so, I had a, so do you think so, you'd feel that way if bullying wasn't? It's a hot button, right? It's a thing. It's a hot button, particularly you, particularly with girls. I I worry about her with social media. Oh fuck, that's yeah. Pandora. I worry that's, about that's, her with social media. I worry about bullying because I, I forget who somebody put it the right way of like. Back in the day, if you had bullies, you had bullies at school. Now they can fucking they can yeah. You can't you, you can't just yeah. skip that street walking home anymore. Right, that, right. Go that digital street is everywhere. Somebody can pop up on your and phone everybody's and got and access. You, call you an ugly bitch. Well, and, yeah, even, yeah. and and not even on your phone, just be putting it out there. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, and that's yeah, that's a real that's a real thing. And so at schools, it's hard because I know there's a guy I know that's a comic that comes one comes to one of the local open mics, and he started doing a bit on his daughter being bullied. But it was too raw for him. He hadn't really processed it yet, mm. and you could tell in the way that it, it was like he was kind 
and eventing. You could tell because that's what I told him. I said, you know, right now you're. I said, you know, what you think is your punchline is exactly what we would anticipate. So you gotta, you gotta come up with something. I think you gotta process it first. Um, And he was having a hard time because his daughter's such a sweet girl, but she's having a hard time in middle school right now. And Mm. that's. And then what do you do with that? You know, the school can only do so much. You know, it's one of those things that you gotta have a good conversation. I think with the kid and make sure their self-esteem is at a level where they yeah. can at least See, that, that's that's what i do that's sorry to cut you off. that's yeah. what i do though i if my first of all my daughter thank god as of right now hasn't had many issues mm. but i i talk to her like she and i hope this doesn't backfire like she is a queen of the universe and we don't need any of you motherfuckers that's mm-hmm. how i talk to my daughter like if they're acting like that i don't say fuck them but i say fuck them who cares yeah. about them you go make some other friends they're not important they don't mean anything and i don't do that to like but i do it to let her know that her self-esteem has to be above mm-hmm. and beyond whatever these four or five six girls are talking about and i hope it's the right thing but so this is where it gets a little tricky though which is how do you make sure they're not bullied while at the same time making sure you don't go they're, too far and they become the bully and they're not bullying here's the thing i frankly people tried to bully me i was always too big a kid like nobody yeah, 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 yeah. was gonna do too much on top of that my my dad god god rest his soul was a violent sociopath ne- never hit me but he would straight up say like the way you go to parties and like look for what girl you're gonna hook up with i'm looking for who i'm gonna beat the dog shit out of that night like <laughs> clockwork orange a little rest, bit of the ultraviolence. rest in peace rest in rest peace, peace big fella. Yeah. so i knew if it got to a certain point like you need to fight this kid or my dad might murder his father okay <laughs> and uh in that regard yeah i definitely i want to make sure for one thing i want to make sure my daughter knows uh jujitsu i want her to learn a great idea self-defense great idea just like it, it's great bad idea. it's bad enough if somebody gets through emotionally but you want to know that like she can fuck her. Because, seriously, no, with girl bullying, that, I've seen that before. Young girl, child bullying. That shit stops on a fucking dime when the girl just fucking rocks somebody. Yeah. Well, no, that... Now, girl fights I, are no joke, too. Yeah. Now, oh. someone someone who... When you see a girl fight when one of them knows anything about oh, it's fighting, over quickly. it's glorious. Now, the three of us have done jiu-jitsu together. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. That's everyone at home. Um, I think that's good... Not even so much for girls. Like I, I always fear that my daughter's going to be in maybe high school or something, and she may make a decision based on the fact that she may get harmed. Right? Mm-hmm. Like get in the car. Like, like just a friend being like, "No, just get in the fucking car." You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. that person has been drinking. Right. And I want her to be able to say, "I'm not getting in at the car," and then not not have to worry about like this person may hurt me if I don't get in the car or try to hurt me to get in mm-hmm. the car. And it could be other things. Get in the car. Like here, smoke this. I don't want to smoke yeah. that. But if you don't smoke, I'm going to punch you. You know what I'm saying? A lot like, of the thing that get in the car bullshit. A lot of the problem with that is, well, then I'm going to leave without you, and then you're just left to deal. My wife's in her fucking 30s. She doesn't walk around the neighborhood at no, night. No, Now, we're lucky she's out in the burbs, so that's that wouldn't be a... Mm. a but, yeah, I know what you mean. I think the other thing about the the internet is um, the Instagram. The, 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 the concept of beauty yeah. on the internet is skewed to all hell. Oh, yeah. You know, with the airbrushing and the this and the that. And, the, and I don't like I don't like that. Because I think psychologically that really starts to put a young person's mind into like I'm not quite enough. Yeah. You know? And if you've ever seen I've seen people on the internet and then seen them off of the internet and been like, Oh, you don't the fuck is this? You don't look anything like that. But if you don't know that person and you're a young mind and you think, Oh, this is real and I'm not you know, I look like this and these people are like that, that scares me because that's when like you know, psychologically, the doubt kicks in. And, One of the yeah. only positives I have right now is we are at a time where skinny is not really in. Yes. That's 
a good thing. I don't know if that'll keep going when my daughter's not uh-huh. there. But yeah, growing up, particularly with like the Britney Spears and the Christina Aguilera, oh, and, the, and you're looking at these girls like, "Hi, I'm Britney Spears," and this is her like bicep, yeah, fucking shaking around. I was never attracted to that, by the way. I I, I like I liked some some gangly some gangly. Oh, you like the skinny bros? I liked the, I liked a lot of ganglies. Okay. My taste has matured <laughs> okay. as I've gotten older, but yeah. uh, I'm glad that's not really a thing anymore. But you can't predict. What well, that's I think be I think the years. saving grace is by the time that you you know. The child should have that device in their hand. They should be at a level where they, you've had some conversations about that. So yeah. my thinking is mm-hmm. like, you know, you can't get that cell phone until we've had a conversation about things what, like that. The By the end? time that they're 11, 12, 13, and they're getting that phone, yeah. there's the, 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 the those seeds should be planted. They should know mm-hmm. about sex. They should know about right. all of those things yeah, before yeah, grown they're getting... Because yeah, then, yeah. then at least they, you know, you've started a thing where you can have a conversation with them so that they're not only asking Google. Mm-hmm. See, someone... this, is, this isn't just good parenting 101. This is parenting 101. The people who get fucked up by this are the people who get a phone... If you've been on the bus and you've seen a two two-year-old just playing with the thing Droning that out. just get thrown with the TV as the, that yeah. people get fucked up because it's not even considered or thought about. And that can be different reasons for the parents. It can be disinterest. It can just be stress or being too busy. Like mm-hmm. the important thing is like the kids don't fucking know. I had this conversation. My, my daughter's at the point right now where she's like pushing things away if she doesn't want it. Okay. And a little part of me wants to be like, now we don't do that. Like she doesn't have fucking verbal language. That is all she has. But I have seen parents freak out at their kids. Like you don't, you don't do that. We oh don't yeah, oh my hit. God. Like it's disrespectful that, yeah, that they yeah, like, push exactly. something away. Like, like I give you something new and it's like, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. Yeah. And yeah. like, we're trying to be careful with my daughter right now. Like we don't really comment on her like, oh, you have a big appetite or making her eat something she doesn't want. Cause mm-hmm. Like a big part of a big part of my health stuff is that my my uh, mother was raised by depression people who said you're gonna eat every scrap on that oh, fucking plate because we, we all don't were. know I if it was all of it. Yeah, it no, it's, it's not. Right? And it's it not, affects some of us more. Than I had found an article in prep for today that uh, was kind of had a lot of those same things of scenarios, and then sort of. And, and it all came down to what you said. Most of the resolutions for those things, like temper in a grocery store, won't eat their food, mm-hmm. it all started with you got to stay calm. Yeah. You know, because once you elevate, that's they feel that. Mm-hmm. And then you put them in this fight, flight or fight state. And now mm-hmm. you can't. Even if you were hoping to break through, you've now put them in panic mode, mm-hmm. and now anything you hope to convey to them is out the window mm-hmm. as a result of that. You, you know? a yeller? You a yeller? You, you no. see? You, you... No. A, a, a big approach that I had. So I uh, had custody of my nephew for a bit of time, so I actually had a bit of prep work as well. Oh, as look at you stuff. getting getting a scrimmage yeah. in. There you go. But uh, one of the things I learned early on, and it's something that's so basic, but a lot of people don't have control of their emotions is I felt the best way to do it is you need to introduce rules as like, we have these standards. If you break them, I'm not going to scream at you. I'm not mad at you, but you got to get a little punishment just because you need yeah. to, just, that's, just, that's how I do just, it. just so you think ahead. And that's how I want to approach it. Cause I remember I got screamed at for bad oh, report God. cards and shit like this. And you, I, I want to approach this with my child as like, you know, you get a bad report card, like, all right, well, Look, here's the punishment. You gotta, you, you can't go out these days a week. You can't do that. And it's not like I'm very disappointed in you. It's like we're doing this so you can pay better attention. That's all. It's yeah. like, would you do timeouts? You don't, you don't... Would you do timeouts? That's um, one of them on there, I think. Neil. I, it, you got. I would feel you got to do timeouts as like a chill out, as opposed to an isolation. It's not like you need to go here because you're not allowed around people. It's like, let's calm down a little bit. 
and then we can come back when we're in a better headspace. Yeah, when remember when we were kids. Yeah, I, that just this just struck me. But I remember being a kid, and you'd be grounded. And it wasn't like, hey, you're grounded, so we're going to hang out, you and your mom or dad, or you're going to have yeah. family night because you're not going to be out with your friends. It was, you're grounded, you piece of shit, and I'll go upstairs. That's <laughs> not right. really a piece of shit, but it was like, you're grounded, like go to solitary confinement. Exactly. It could be like, hey, you're grounded, so we're going to have game night, and we're going to do this and this instead. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like more, more family time. Like, and, 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 listen, it, it doesn't mean no, it shouldn't be no fun. It should be, you clearly need to put a bigger focus on these parts of your life. Yeah. Now, what are you going to do if your kid decides that school isn't for her and she's not going to get good report? Because some kids don't get... Did you get good report cards? So here's the, you were definitely a good student. I was going to say, well, yeah, I was about to. You you keep jumping on me. I wanted to. Oh. It. I wanted to keep oh, going. Sorry, yeah, we got the, the the timeout thing. I found so like the experts like kind of going off of what you said with the timeout can be effective, but it's uh it's often misused is what I saw. In order to use this strategy strategy effectively, parents should make the timeout brief and used in response uh, to specific behavior and not to give negative attention. Mm. Uh, and so I think it's kind of like what you're saying is like we don't want to ice. We're just trying to give them a minute. It's a reset to take, yeah, to take a beat so that we can then have a conversation about that mm. or whatever it is. Because in that moment, they're not in a position. We've all been there where you know road rage, whatever. You're not ready to have a conversation about something. Right. So if it's yeah. used that yeah. way instead that, of like that, Kevin, that, go up to the basement and think about what you've done. About, that, uh, oh yeah, there's some good. This is like some hard. These are kind of some hard questions. It's actually interesting. I'm glad you. And then if you up, click man. on it, it tells you what the it majority of people like. Okay. Yeah. Do you let your baby cry it out? Yeah. We kind of talked. I, I that a I little bit, right? Let her cry it out. How about um, co-sleeping? I know you have you have a joke in your act about kind of the yeah. sleeping situation and how oh. kind of extensive mm-hmm. uh, that yeah, was. She, she needed a little bit of close, cl- uh, yeah, close sleeping. That was that was more for naps. We would do it at night when it was just like it's it's either she sleeps in the bed with us or none of us fucking sleep. That's it. So how was the positioning? Were, like she in was, the middle she, or on the other? She was in in, in between the two of us. <laughs> but that was also a very you got to understand the big fear with that. Usually when that happens, I remember one of the on if anybody remembers uh, the childhood trauma of HBO's Autopsy series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a woman who had like lost Roll, rolled over on her kids. Yeah, it's a big yeah, problem. She, 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 she lost like four or five of her kids, and it turned out like oh she was an alcoholic and she yeah. would roll over on them in her Jesus. sleep. We unfortunately talked about this when we talked about uh, standards of practice. Practices, I think in uh, the Norwegian countries, I, I can't remember which one, speed of yeah, where they had outside. outlawed co-sleeping oh. just for the simple fact that were like, hey, you can't sleep in the bed with your kids for the pure fact that a lot of times adults will roll over on their children. It's right. Like, oh, it's um, my gosh. I actually, yep. the, big, the big difference, if we if we were co-sleeping with her, we, we, we were bringing her into bed at like five or six o'clock in the morning. It right. wasn't like an all night yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, if you've only been sleeping that long and you've been waking up, you're not getting back into deep sleep. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. On top of that, the fact that like I'm a little heavier sleeper but my wife's a little bit of a lighter sleeper and the lighter sleeper is more the tosser and turner like there wasn't really a huge danger for that i don't I think you. i don't know, I don't know. Yeah. well I, mean, I think the reality is you know Shit it's like anything people <laughs> yeah. do what in the moment they they think is best in their situation so yeah. it's like we had the bassinet right next to the bed but yeah every once in a while a for like comfort you pull them into the bed and you do what you got to do but, so you can get right, to sleep yeah, I, but parents got to parents got to sleep too like you, you can't you know right. if you lack of sleep you'll be like a zombie you're, you're I, whenever like the baby person. was in the bed i remember not being able to a sleep full sleep right because you're kind of too yeah. yeah so here's a fun topic to introduce 
after giving birth, the first time you had sex with your wife, it, it, the first time you had sex with your wife where the baby was in the room, because you kind of have to. <laughs> at that, that's some weirdness that we were not prepared for. Well, here's not in doctor. Here's spot. an interesting point. I, I I've never had. I've never had post baby sex. Right. With with my daughter's mother. Right. Really? Yeah, because we you we, should we, not we be allowed to walk. We Sorry, you get yeah. a freebie. We, so we never, I never had to worry about that. But wow, yeah, right. Well, right. Well, and now, no. now it's weird because yeah. like we'll be fooling around and you're waiting, wondering is one of them gonna come crashing in the bedroom? Yeah, yeah. In the middle of being like, Daddy, I want breakfast. And you're like, Whoa, boy! You know? and now <laughs> Daddy's eating. Right I was now. in. I was doing my <laughs> breakfast right now. Like, yeah. Now the the very first one, the baby's in the bassinet. It's like we waited like six weeks, and we're just we're trying to be very quiet, trying to be very quiet, and I, I built up i build up i'm i'm I, i'm just about to climax and all i hear is the tiniest tiniest oh, tiniest and just blast like oh my god i really hope those wires don't cross because wow trauma number one there we go enjoy the trauma kiddo right? that's that, that i mean that's, those are that, that's i mean that's real trauma. life that's, that's, real that, life that's fucking adult i guess this is growing up that's, that's right when i felt like a man for the first time <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's it's no joke having the kids around and trying to get back in action with that is yeah, yeah it's yeah. real life stuff yeah, yeah and it's important to do that it's important to figure it out and to set boundaries and do whatever makes you comfortable so that you can you know well, sex is a very important part of life so in nursery and maybe the nurse maybe that. the kid goes no. out and we shut the door right outside mm. in the hallway yeah you can't avoid it i'm i'm looking forward to her being a little older just because like there's there's a lot of kids on our block we live in the city, but it is the suburbs. You live in a nice block, exactly. Yeah, and there, like, there's a kid on the block, literally born the same exact day as her. Oh, they're so, my best friends. Yeah, so we're gonna be able to, unlike that that old school. Um, I know the big city red, uh, you know, red state people think it's like fucking hellhole, junkies in every mm -hmm. corner, and it is that too. But at the same time, like, <laughs> I'm gonna be able to push my kid out the door and like go play with the thirty other kids. Now, how many how many block radius would you give your kid? Because this, I think about this. How far can your kid go and what's comfortable to you where danger is not a concern it's going to expand as it goes along my thought now is when she's five there is a park a block and a half down the street what i'm going to do is like you wouldn't whoever go down there and i'm going to stay back and i'm just going to watch wait when they're five damn bro damn. yeah no there's a there there are a lot of kids in our neighborhood yeah all of the neighbors really know each other and they kind of look out for that so uh I mean that's great. Yeah, you I mean we'll you see. do live in a good you do you live in a nice neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So and that that is good. I I think five's a little young, but that's 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 your decision. We've just and, gotten we've just gotten to the point now where that my daughter's seven and nine, we're letting them go and we don't live in the city, we live outside in the suburbs, but like just getting comfortable with we'll let them go outside in the yard without us and mm -hmm. Uh, it took a while. But you're probably always kind of watching, right? Yeah, you're, I mean, you yeah. are, but not like now. I, mm -hmm. I like they'll go out, and I'm not. But like we keep the doors open in the summer, mm -hmm. so you can hear through. We'll keep the front door and the back door open. You get a lot of cars going. So that's the that's the that's concern. I mean, the concern too is my oldest. The city. My oldest daughter. My concern was always with her, not really understanding danger. I was just driving behind a car on my way here that had an autism sticker next to the license plate, and it had. Some things for like if a cop was pulling them over or whatever, saying, "Hey, there's a kid with autism." Oh, the, on the lights board. may freak By out. By the way, yeah. they might ah. not. They they may not understand.
understand that they're in danger. They may oh. not like those kind of things where it's like for the first part we were worried, but now that my uh, youngest daughter is seven, she's like she really watches out for her because she has all of those understandings, and oh. so she oh. watches out for her older sister. I re- I just remembered something that I wanted to bring up, and this is, this segues perfect. It's yeah. almost like we planned this. So we did. Why so, are you ruining it? So, we, we, we can knock that out. Well, like, like, like the the hu- human trafficking, all that stuff. That's that's a big hot topic right now, right? And I think it's a real thing in the world. And actually, hot topic burned up the charts. Remember, Child trafficking. Re- well, remember remember that video for Runaway Train? Yeah, had all the that, that freaked me out when I was a kid. I was always afraid of being yeah. abducted. Well, right? there's well there's sign there's billboards everywhere. I seen actually the hotel I was just at last week had it on the door. It, human like on, it was a yeah. brand new hotel, yeah. and on the door where the people was, it had a little hotline about for you to be able to get out. So let me yeah, ask wait, you this wait, question before we get too far from Runaway Train. Uh, uh, there was okay. at least one person in that video good. who confronted the singer and said like, "Oh, I was one of the kids in that video." Yeah, uh, dummy, I ran away because I was being fucking abused. I got Oh, brought shit. back because your video because <laughs> your stupid fucking video so thanks a lot <laughs> all right that's that's a good take all right we can keep that in so he, i'm gonna ask you a question because this is going to definitely happen uh-huh. if someone gave you the opportunity to put a chip in your child's arm neck calf whatever that could let you know their whereabouts yay or nay you doing it here's the thing it's, I would. It's gonna I, happen. I, I would definitely consider it, but at the same time, I go into that with a little bit of cynicism. Like, yeah, you know what? They say that about your car and your laptop, and you know what happens when you call the cops about it? Then, like, mm, you can't do anything about it. Okay, yeah. so Probably you doing it? Thing. Would you do it or no? Like, call it. Call us if she ends up on Craigslist. Um, oh, well, you would open your phone and you go, "Oh, she's on." Well, she's like on that. What was that a battery commercial where, like, they? Yep. Had, I guess they had a necklace or whatever, and they were like mm-hmm. tracking. I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, so when we, when Alicia was two, we were living on this farm, seven hundred acre farm, uh, and uh, she wasn't talking it, and she got out. She got out of the house. We have no, we had no wow. idea where yeah. she was. Yeah, that's scary. As and the amount of panic in that moment oh, when you're just trying to be calm. My mom's going crazy. Man's yeah. going crazy. You're just driving around trying to find her. And like, I was like, man, I would have wished I had that to in find that the moment. calm in that. So would so would you do it? So we still didn't get an answer. And to find Wouldn't, the calm in that situation, is I, I would insane. do. I would do it because of having been through those situations yeah. with Alicia, like, I, I wouldn't insert a chip. I'd do something like it's in a shoe or something. That's that, a, I mean, see, that, 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 it, 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 it seems like too big a violation to actually just chip them. Okay. But, uh, I get people it. chip their dogs. I, I mean, people I, I chip their it. dogs, and you know, it's like, hey, I love my dog, and my dog. Our cat had one. We get yeah. my dogs. Is I don't, I, uh, I don't, I don't know what I, I could definitely see myself potentially saying yes. Yeah, it's I, it's something that evolves because if you ask somebody when we were kids, like, would you want your child to have a phone on them at all times so you could find them? They'd be like, what? The f- First yeah. off, what spaceman technology are you yeah. bringing me? You're right. And now I'm like, we could give her a phone. At, Six. Well, you can look. You can chip a dog, and it's in there. You can, or maybe you like chip the earrings. And now you can. You, your daughter's got earrings. You know. I mean, I'm just saying. You yeah. think about how helpless he felt. She was on a farm. Yeah. I mean, you when know, you those things with like the leash backpacks. Remember seeing those? Yeah. Leash? I judged the hell out of them, and then I was so then grateful like, for yeah. them because she was like spacewalking through Disney, and in a <clears throat> nanosecond could be gone and lost in a crowd. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? So you, Laugh at me all you want, but I'll know, I'll know where my kid is. Right. And I'm not going to send your kid down to that alert. park, and Jesse says, "I'm going to watch from afar." And then you look down at Just your phone, start. and da, da da And then you look up, and it's like, what? Oh no, she's definitely behind the monkey. Wait, what? And now you don't. It and was then you go, no, like. oh, she's went a block over. And then you go over there, like, oh, we wanted to pet so and so's dog. Mm-hmm. And you, you know exactly where it is. Panic is done, and 
I mean, I, I'm I'm so far away from that right now. I'm trying to. You got to keep my part of my concern here. She's not mobile I was, yet. I I, I got 72 not, months before you have to make this decision. I was not allowed to leave the yard till I was like 13. My uh, my mother's best friend was killed by a serial killer when she was 17. Ooh, so my mom Jesus. was ri- ri- a lot of baggage. Rich, Jesus, Richard Baganwald, the New Jersey thrill killer. Uh, yeah, killed her friend in Asbury Park, invited her to the car to smoke a joint and just shot her in the head and they found her behind a Burger King. Damn. But, crazy. Uh, as a result of that, I was a little... A South Jersey town. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Under the boardwalk. <laughs> um, but that's the, that colors a lot of my thing because, like so we talked about before, as far as like the punishment, like it shouldn't be isolation. I was very much kept like... I was cloistered, but it's not like she wanted to spend time with me or pay attention to me. She uh. just she just wanted to know I was safe. Like, yep, I'm safe. Not building social skills. Wanting to kill myself. What's up, mama? <laughs> Let me get some more food. It's the only thing I'm allowed to do. I yeah. won't have a lifetime weight problem. What's up? Right, right. Yeah, well, that's it. When we make a decision, you make a decision, especially when you make something for some kind of choice like oh that terrible tragedy happens but there's always an equal and opposite reaction to that so yeah. if you're going to do that then mm-hmm. you're not realizing all of the other situations that could arise from from that situation mm-hmm. that's you can't you can't know like that's where it's frustrating it's like you you know these situations are people that we individually have to make decisions for our family and yeah. and we can't think about oh well what's somebody going to think about x y or z whatever makes you comfortable and keeps your family safe i guess mm-hmm. you do what you got to do and we all live in different areas right yeah. right your concerns and your concerns and my concerns they're all different concerns and, yeah. and we all came up differently and you know i don't know i it's think a wonder that, we all any of us survived yeah <laughs> for real i mean that's a big i lose sleep over the whole like you know, human trafficking. I, I lose sleep. Anything. I get, I get so nervous. You at least that. like look like Liam Neeson. I am no Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah. you do have a certain set of skills. I have some skills. Yeah, my yeah. certain set of skills. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you double over with a cum joke. <laughs> I was like, dude, I saw, if your pizza gets taken, you can I, call I me. I saw this thing on Instagram where now I, I don't know how true it was. I just know what I saw. I know what the caption said, but apparently guy had his car on gets out of the car kids in the car someone hops in the car to steal the car kids in the car oh, happens. a block down the car's flipped over dude gets out of the car and runs he runs down crying his eyes out and pulls his daughter out mm-hmm. so in like the blink of an eye his life just went fucking where god knows where yeah and then a, he sees a tragic accident which he's got to think oh now my daughter may be dead and then he mm-hmm. gets his daughter back I mean, you talk about the the Dude, range I, of emotions. I stopped in Wawa yesterday, and my daughter didn't want to get out, and I let her sit in the back of the car. And I had, like, I had, like, it at least that moment crossed that I like shut the car off, cracked the windows, kept the key with me, yeah. and was like, all right, well, at least, like, but it's like scary because you like you have to think about like it's like she goes outside, and I'm like, oh, or yesterday we were at the movie theater, she wanted to go to the bathroom by herself, so I stayed with mm-hmm. my other daughter. She went out. I immediately looked at my phone for the time, mm-hmm. right. I knew it was, you know, it was 125. I was like, okay, she's gone out. And she comes in and she's like, Dad, I'm back in the middle of the theater. <laughs> Thank you. I hope you wash like, your she hands. Said, she, yeah, she was like, Dad, I popped up. And she's like, I'm back. And I'm like, Jesus. Oh, you know, if you were watching a new turn, uh, Everybody's Terminator. Everybody's trying to enjoy Barbie. They don't talk about it enough, but since since having a child, I fantasize about murder so much more often. <laughs> yeah, you're just doing- anybody. Just, just like you're, you're like walking around and somebody walks too close to her. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, just, just knife right in the jug. Oh, 
I'll take a life. I'll take a life. You look at her. Your life means if if your existence gives her a skinned knee, I will kill you now and feel no remorse. Very interesting. I was at the. We were at Ocean City, New Jersey, at the little carnival and stuff. So it was my wife, two girls, myself. When you're in a situation like that, where do you walk? What do you mean? Like, like I walk behind them, oh. so I can see well, my kid them, and I can yet. see everything that's going around. That that would be yeah, wait till they're go. mobile. Yeah, yeah. yeah a, where yeah. do you where yeah. do you walk? Do you hold hands? Do you lead the pack? Do you are you behind? So when when we're walk, like when we walk in the when we walk into like a parking lot or something like that, we hold hands because even my daughter yesterday at the movie, my younger one was like made sure she grabbed both of our hands before mm-hmm. we went out. But um, but like when we're walking around the neighborhood, like the other day, my daughter was riding her bike, so she was obviously ahead of me or whatever. Yeah. But you know, you just uh, yeah, you have to have like a, an awareness. I always want to be able to see there, so I'm yeah. it's okay if they're like in front of me. I'm but, a, yeah, I like being like, behind. Yeah, you an air, airline traffic controller well, kind of shit. Well, you were I, just like flock up, everybody, <laughs> flock. Well, I have good practice because I take kids abroad for the last twelve years. Ah, I've taken yeah. students mm. to other countries, and so at some point I was taking like thirty six kids. Now for every six, you get a chaperone. Mm-hmm. So like we had every chaperone had six kids that if we had to go somewhere or get on a bus, you, you had to go six. to your groups. Do you have your six thumbs up? I look for the six adults with their thumbs up and then we go. Or when we're walking through the streets of Rome, I was the caboose. So like what I would do is I would go to the, the back and then I would like go all the way back up to the front, counting them as I got to the front and then, fall back and then I would fall back again. Yeah. And then whenever there was a turn, I would stop at the turn and that's See, when I would allow them I to I was go a back. camp counselor, the same thing. I had eight to eight. I was in charge of eight, but you start to like kind of learn how yeah. to like navigate a, your hurting. Like make a protocol. Yeah. yeah, you understand. Like if I stand here and they all stand to the right of me, I can count them as they all go. Yep. And if there's a car, yeah, it, you just kind of learn those things. And that, but that's why I stand in the back so I can see everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of tall so I can see over a crowd. And if there's something I don't like, well, turn. We had a, we had a kid get lost in the Vatican City the one time. Like we walked oh, by worst, place, worst place, worst place to get I lost. Know, right? Oh my god, right. we're on a high alert. This fucking cannonball so, run. Like, yeah, I, he, funny enough, funny enough, he actually found a family that was from our area that happened to be like what? in there. It was so oh, wow. random. Wow. So like we had done, and before we leave though, when we have the meetings with the kids, we have scenario, we do what if scenarios. What oh, if the subway nice. door shuts and you don't get on? What if everybody got on and you didn't get on? I want to run what ifs with that kid. And yeah, that, you know what I mean? Like, so you just, so that gave us all peace of mind. Now with cell phones, and Google that, that, Maps, it, 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 it takes right. that out of the equation. Right. But when well, I started 12 years ago, those it was kids a were different chipped. world. Those kids were chipped and you had your phone. You don't no, exactly here's the problem. So you're hitting on something that I was even talking to an adult. I've talked about a tenant that I had to get out of here. <laughs> a grown child. He's a 23-year-old child. And this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, sure. Technology will help you. But as someone who's hiked and been out in the wilderness like 100 miles out where you're like, shit could go wrong. There is something to be said about if you're a parent and have the ability and privilege to just teach your kids critical thinking skills, mm-hmm. that will they'll move around technology. You'll yeah. figure technology out. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They go into what are my necessities right now? What mm-hmm. is my safety? How do I conduct myself? Like yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. Yeah, like if I the power goes out 
I want right. I like everybody should know how to pots keep themselves water. going. Yeah, pots and of how water. to do some stuff. Like there, there should be some moments where you think about yeah. that. Like, oh, the power yeah. goes out. What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. How yeah. do we react? We talked about it with Gaspar, and I think we all need to kind of all parents need to be all the things that they already are, and also on top of that, Eagle Scouts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> natural disaster is another one. You're out playing with your friends. The sky's purple, and you think you hear a train coming. What do you do? Right? right? Yeah, I, mean, are, uh, I think those are all those are all the kind of things that we as parents have to talk about. Yeah. Which I remember important. the important scenario. Our uncle taught us down the shore. Uh, oh, what wow. do you do if you're swimming and you see all the water pull out suddenly? Get, run, get out and run. Get no, out no, and he run. Said, he says, so what, what you do, what you do, this, that means the tidal wave is coming. So what you do is you sit down on the beach, you put your head between your legs, and you kiss your ass goodbye because you don't have a fucking chance. <laughs> Fuck yeah, cool uncle. It's like, it's like, it's like when the if I live near Limerick uh, power plant. I was like, oh, if that alarm goes off, don't I'm do just, anything. I'm just yeah, going yeah. to hug that bad <laughs> yeah. boy. Yeah. I'm like, so we're going to leave a funky we're, shadow on the wall. Yeah, yeah we're ha- we're hugging. Yeah, because you're yeah. At the end of the day, you just got things you can't defeat. There's not yeah. You know, Mother nature's undefeated. So yeah. you see a title. I think that's the best thing. The takeaway of that is like we're all going to have things that you could do and you could second guess yourself. But in the moment, you got to trust that mm. you know you're doing what's best for you in that moment. I'm a hundred percent more scared of other people i want to run like all right first off if somebody says don't tell somebody or i'll kill your daddy they are not killing your daddy i am killing them so much quicker and you'll fucking watch yeah, you want to kill somebody in the name of family i, I wish he's like he wants the got it from his dad he got around. it from his dad and it That's just came right. right down to him and yeah and violence is the ultimate love <laughs> Yeah, I see that. I see that. Love. JD Patrick. That, that should be that. Violence is the ultimate love. Is that going to be the name of this episode? Actually, I do like that. That might be a T-shirt that go. says that. <laughs> I'm sure there's some like hardcore yeah. band. That yeah, exactly. Band. I was yeah. like, for the emo kid that I knew you, we were. That would be perfect. Yeah. So well, you got anything? You got anything it? coming up? What do you yeah. want to plug, man? What's what's going on in when's your world? This, when's this coming up? When's Next week. On? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're, uh, this will be after Wissahickon though. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll have dates in other months. So you just be like, I killed it at the Wissahickon Brewery. Yeah, yeah I killed it. <laughs> Did great. Um, well, we, well, check out KYGY2K on YouTube. We discuss nostalgia for millennials. I burped a little bit there. Nostalgia for millennials. We have a new episode coming out on uh, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, okay. We just had a great episode on the Three, three Ninjas, Ninjas franchise. Yeah. Right. And we're recording next week a very fun one. Uh we did one where I didn't know much about the source uh, source subject, and he didn't know much about the source subject. So for my, I never really got into Indiana Jones, so we're covering yeah, all that. Did. And my friend never really got into the WWE Attitude Era, like the Stone Cold, the uh, Rock, like uh, Mick Foley. Like this stuff. Exactly. The, that. <laughs> so I get to show him all that shit for the first time. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Oh, that's really cool. And other than that, follow me at JD Patrick Comedy uh, on everything on Twitter, on Instagram, on threads. I think I'm on Parlor still. Is Parlor still a thing? <laughs> I that's don't think the, so. Has that been closed down <laughs> and, and, and and the source code dragged to the. It was only to fuck with people. Uh, what? I don't even know what Parlor is. Parlor's the right wing one. It's the right wing one. So he's going on <laughs> yeah. to troll the right because it's fun uh, or something. Whatever. Yeah, it's, trombones? Is that what that was? Yeah, yeah. But it's, that's, it's one of them. Yeah. Gotcha. Can't let anybody have a, have an echo chamber. I've been yelling about this Jason Aldean small town shit. Oh, gosh. Oh, this, yeah, I'm from a small town. Small towns suck. They're tough places to live. <laughs> I'd like to see you try that in a small town. Yeah, try to get educated and not get molested <laughs> by your dad. <laughs> Jeez. We look the other way in a small town. <sighs> small right. town. J.D. Patrick. Baby, so that, that, that won't Al- even Albert. be a topic by the time this comes out. It's just been this week. Yeah, no. it'll be gone. <laughs> so much fun. Albert, what do you got coming up? Yeah, what's up with you? 
What do I have coming up? Oh, I got a. Um, I'll be at Miss Silly's Blues down there in South Jersey next Friday. Um, I'll be at, back at Church of Satire in August, somewhere in the middle of August. Friend of the show, Jim Bryan. Um, that's all I got off the top of my. There's other stuff I can't really remember. Of course, I'm going to pull my kit, my, mm. my calendar oh, out. Oh, good. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> you can follow him Al, uh, at Albert Davis oh, underscore yeah. fourth. And then Jay, what do you got coming up? I'm going to be on a Midwest kick. I'll be in uh, Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, and Kansas. All the small towns. Jason Aldean. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. So yeah. So yeah. Check it out. JayYoderComedy.com. I'm going to have a good time. Spectacular. Seriously, Dad. Peace. Thank you for listening to the dads for once. Give these daddies a break. And maybe follow, subscribe, like, and comment to the dads on Instagram and YouTube at Seriously Dad Pod. Rate and review Seriously Dad Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Seriously, Dad. How you doing? This is Neil Wood from the Cult of Us Podcast. Speaking on behalf of Drop 10 Media Network, the network you're currently listening to. Make sure to check out all the other podcasts on the network. You can go to drop10.com to check them all out. Make sure to like, subscribe on everything that you see Drop 10 on. We appreciate it. Go to drop10.com now. This has been a Drop 10 Media Production.